Charmers. Hey, Charmers. Welcome into another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me. You know the drill. Go on and get you something sexy to drink. Some infused water would be my preference. Or if you want to go a little stronger, do that, sis. I don't know how your day is going, but however you unwind and relax, go ahead and do that. And go ahead and kick off your shoes and relax your feet and come on in, come on in, come on in, come on in. Come on in and let's have this yummy, juicy conversation today. I'm so excited. This is going to be a, a three-part series. Three parts is what the Holy Spirit has put into my heart, and I'm hopeful that I know you're going to get so much out of it. And who knows, maybe it'll evolve beyond three three parts, but it's definitely going to be three parts to start. But before I run ahead, <laughs> let me take a deep breath and slow down. Take a breath with me. Breathe in and out. There we go. Centering myself and getting myself grounded for a few seconds. And for those of you who have the luxury to listen to this podcast out in nature or at the beach or at a park, go ahead and just move those toes around in the sand or move those toes around in the grass and just get yourself centered and grounded or go look at something that God has created in nature and marvel at it and just say, thank you, God. Savor that moment, savor that infused water, savor that wine, savor that champagne, (laughs) And just say, thank you, God. Let's bring a spirit of gratitude into the space. Let's bring a spirit of gratitude to the forefront of our minds, no matter what happened today. No matter who cussed out who or what happened at work or what happened in your home or in your marriage or with your kids or wherever you may find this moment, just breathe in that good old oxygen. Be grateful for life. Be grateful for your breath. Be grateful for your lungs. Be grateful for your eyes, your ears, your fingers, your toes. Just take a second to just get grounded and remind, bring yourself back into your body. Sometimes when I sit down in meditation, I literally tell myself, wherever I left myself last, I gather myself from the places that I left myself. And that's a very powerful statement because your mind will literally give you a picture of the last time you were present. For some of you, that's been weeks, months. (laughs) For some of you, that was this morning when you woke up. Some of you don't even remember the morning of waking up. Your mind went to somewhere else three days ago. So just bring yourself back to a place of mindfulness and presence. We don't need to be in yesterday. We don't need to be in tomorrow. We just need to be right here. Together. On this podcast. In this sacred space together. There you go. I can feel it. There you go. There she goes. There I go. So, hey, girl. Hey, let's try again. Welcome. (laughs) Welcome to Miss Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli, and I'm so happy that you showed up to be present in this moment. You already know the drill. Get you something sexy to drink, kick off your shoes, relax your feet, and let's get into this good work. For those of you who are new to Miss Charm School Podcast, This is a space for women who are in transition out of their womanhood into their queendom. What does that mean? Well, when you are in your womanhood, you are in a season of singleness. All of your decisions really impact and affect yourself. And you're really living for me. 
I love the quote that Issa Rae, you know, she's fully married and in her marriage and has a business and other people literally eat off of her vision. But uh, she had a, a quote, a video that went viral that said, it's feeling like me season. And I just think that's the perfect way to describe a woman in her womanhood. And not that I'm saying that about Issa Rae, let's be clear, uh, because I don't want this to get back to her like that. <laughs> um but what I specifically mean is just when you're in your womanhood, you're in me season mode. You're really focusing on filling up your own tank um, and you should be carrying lessons that you learned from your womanhood into your queendom. Your queendom is simply just that your decisions, your words, your influence actually impacts nations. Nations just meaning groups of people. So whether that be your husband, your kids, whether that be your place of employment, your business, your energy, your attitude, how you show up, what you say to other people actually affects other human beings. It affects their livelihoods. It affects their moods. It affects what they eat today, what they don't eat today. You have been elevated to a position of queendom. And that can manifest in multiple different areas of a woman's life, okay? And so that's simply what that is all about. And so this space, Miss Charm School Podcast, is a place for us women who are walking through that. Um, sometimes I like to think of it as scale. Sometimes maybe you're 20% in your queendom, 80% in your womanhood. We want to flip that. <laughs> 80% in our queendom, 20% in our womanhood, to so 100% in our queendom, where we use um, the skills that we've mastered from our womanhood as practices in our queendom to keep us grounded, to keep our tanks filled up um, but we've stepped into a place where we are responsible for other people and that doesn't just come with age that comes with literal uh, spiritual elevation quite frankly you know you can be a woman in her 60s and you can be in a season of womanhood where you're just, you wake up every day, you decide what you want to eat. It doesn't affect anybody else. You decide when you want to go out, when you want to come in. It's, you could be retired. You know, you're not really making any decisions that affect other people's lives on your workplace. It's really all about you. So womanhood and queendom is not dependent on age or, you know, any of those factors. It literally is a season in your life where God elevates you to a place and a space where um, your thoughts, your opinions, your words don't affect yourself alone when you're in your queendom. And so here on Miss Charm School Podcast, we talk about those things and we talk about really doing the work. Uh, this is a space where I'm in my daily practice of being in queendom. And when God brings me to lessons and brings me to different areas um, that he wants me to walk through, I often share those things here with you guys. And as I share my light and live my life, I find that so many of you connect with it and resonate with it and share it with your sisters and your moms and your aunties and your besties and your boyfriends and your husbands and your kids and your daughters. And I'm super grateful for that because high truth is high truth. The truth is the truth. And I'm grateful for anything that um, is divine truth that flows through me and connects with you and helps you on your journey of womanhood or queendom. And so I'm so grateful for that. So for those of you who are new, hopefully that helps explain a little bit more about Miss Charm School Podcast. And we do this every week. We get into these great conversations. And I value and cherish cherish each and every one of you for showing up 
and uh, having your favorite episodes and sharing with other people. So again, thank you for showing up. Thank you for sharing the episode. And yes, this week we're going to get into a three-part series where I'm currently going through a practice of pampering. Yes, pampering, sis, okay? And I really wanted to start out by really breaking down what I mean by pampering. And so if all goes well, I'm thinking to call this episode Hair Done, Nails Done, Everything Did. (laughs) And we're going to focus on the everything did aspect of that lyric. And um, the importance of pampering is really filling yourself up. Now, before you decide, nah, okay, pampering, I know what it is. Do you? (laughs) Because I think in today's society, especially in our saturated culture, internet culture, we equate pampering with looking good. We equate pampering with our nails done, our hair done. We equate pampering with a style of clothing or dress or an image, really, and a look. But pampering is truly so much more. It's it's skin deep. It's beyond the skin. It's It's your spirit. It's your soul. It's your integrity. It's your childhood work. It's moving through. Um, your hangups and your mess and acknowledging your hangups and your mess and embracing it and loving yourself still through all those things while you're working on those things and recognizing your triggers and um, being slow to react and quick to listen, slow to anger and quick to listen. All of those things that we're all in a daily practice of and you have to be in a daily practice of for you to remain in your queendom or they will dethrone you. The people will dethrone you off your throne, okay? You'll have a marriage and you'll lose it okay um you'll be in a elevated position of work and if you have a funky attitude every single day when you come into that elevated position they will find a way to release you from your duties so it is important to constantly be in your work and be in your practice and be in that elevated uh, state of yourself until the queendom is is synonymous with who you are you it's it should feel like to the people around you that you were born to do this, but it's actually just your practice, right? Okay, before I get distracted with that, um, I wanted to really go back to talking about everything you did and filling yourself up from the inside out. And how does that relate to pampering? Well, pampering for Miss Charm School podcast listeners is and should be things that refuel your joy that energize you and I want you guys to take your phone out and open notes and write it down or if you're in front of a laptop take some notes or if you have a pen and paper old school like I ha- like how I like to do it pull out that pen and that paper and that notepad or um, if you don't have it in front of you right now because you're driving or something like that which you shouldn't be but if you are because you're supposed to be relaxed okay but I understand sis sometimes you got to get in where you can um, make sure that you listen to this <clears throat> when you're in your sacred place, in your sacred space, when you're in a relaxed place. The point of what, why I ask you guys to be in a relaxed place and to do something relaxing while listening to this podcast is also an active exercise of slowing down and putting yourself into your feminine energy, which is your energy of receiving, which for most of you who are women who are listening to this podcast, that's your natural Um, your innate dominant energy, excuse me, is your feminine energy. 
And so you should be in a place where you have access to a, um, a pen and a paper or something to take notes on. So again, for Miss Charm School podcast listeners, pampering, sacred pampering should be things that refuel your spirit, that re-energize your spirit, and not things that deplete or drain your spirit. Things that leave you feeling empty after you have done them or while you are doing them. And I'm giggling on the inside because I'm thinking about um, something I saw online where um, people were talking about Beyonce. That's I forget the name of the song right now, but um, there was a song that she came out recently on the Renaissance, well, not recently, but on the Renaissance album where she talked about like quitting your job or leaving your job. And I don't know why I'm so blanking on the lyric right now. But anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about for those of you who are fellow Beyonce fans, okay? And um, your job could be draining. And I'm just bringing that up to say, don't quit your job, okay? But your job could be draining. Um, I want you to just take mental inventory right now of the different things in your life that are coming up as draining for you and not re-energizing. And I really want you to think about that for a second. Because if you are overexerting yourself or putting yourself last on the list, then you are in a space of pampering neglect. Let me say that again. If you're last on your list, if you're constantly feeling drained in your activities and your exercises, then you are experiencing pampering neglect. Now, you can have your eyebrows done. You could have recently gone to the spa. You could have had a facial. You could have your wax appointments, your toes done. You could be leaving the store, the mall, while you're listening to this. But if you still feel drained and you still feel empty, or I'm going to give you a list of different things that I want you to think about. And this is why I wanted you to have a pen and a paper nearby. Because if any of these things show up for you, then they are indicators that you are neglecting your own self-pampering. Okay? And you can be fully, you could feel like, yes, that's me, 100%. Or you could feel like, mm, sometimes. Even if it applies sometimes, then it is a sign that you need to increase your joy and increase the th- your pampering, the things that actually refuel your spirit instead of spending so much energy and time on things that are depleting your spirit. So here's a list of 25 things, okay, that I'm going to read to you. If you are unfocused, partially or fully unfocused, if you are unfulfilled, if you are easily angered, If you are frequently upset, are you disorganized? Are you frequently overwhelmed? Are you frequently angry or find yourself pissed off often or even sometimes? Are you very judgmental? Are you constantly restless? Are you constantly rushing? Are you a chronic blamer? sometimes or even all the time? Are you frequently late sometimes or all the time? Are you a poor listener? Are you prone to gossip? How about having patterns of self-sabotage? 
even if it's sometimes. What about a constant complainer? I know you can think of one. If you're not one yourself, you can think of a female friend that you have that is like that, right? Okay, what about complexion? How's your skincare? Do you have healthy complexion or poor complexion, partially or fully? There's some people that even break out or get rashes when they're in a negative environment, and that signals to them that they are in a space that's draining to them, right? So complexion can be something that you can look at as well. Are you in a space where you feel like you lost your passion, fully or partially? Are you overweight? Do you have too much weight for your bone structure or body frame? Are you constantly defensive? even if it's sometimes, very reactive, chronic procrastinator, jealous of other women who you perceive as having it all, lack of depth and intimacy in your friendships or your relationships, always on the go, minor body aches and pains, or has life simply become mundane and routine for you? If you resonated with any of those items at a number four or higher, then you probably, well, first of all, you didn't know I was going to score you guys. (laughs) I'm reading from a list here. So I'm going to go through the list one more time because some of you may have just said yes, yes, yes. But I want you to actually mark down um an X or a number, I want you to keep track of how many resonate with you, okay? You can tally as well so you can get a number at the end and I'm going to reread them to you, okay? Here we go. This is signs, possible signs of pampering neglect that may be showing up in your life. Check off all the indicators, even if they are partially, fully or partially that apply to you. Unfocused, unfulfilled, easily angered, Frequently upset, disorganized, frequently overwhelmed, frequently angry or pissed off, very judgmental, consistently restless, consistently rushing, a chronic blamer, frequently late, a poor listener, prone to gossip, have patterns of self-sabotage, a constant complainer, bad complexion, Loss of passion, overweight, too much weight for your bone structure and or body frame, constantly defensive, very reactive, chronic procrastinator, jealous of other women who you perceive as having it all, lack of depth and intimacy in friendships and or relationships, always on the go, minor body aches and pains, Life has become mundane and routine. Take a second to count how many you found that apply to you. And the legend says, because I'm reading here, that if you scored one through three, then your life probably reflects a high level of consistent pampering. Four through seven, if four or seven of the things relate to you, You probably pamper yourself periodically, but not consistently enough. 8 through 11, you probably pamper yourself every once in a while, but there's no real regularity. 12 or more, pampering is almost totally absent from your life. Your health, 
and most likely your life is being threatened. Now that's powerful because some of you may have scored 12 or more and I'll tell you where I scored as well. But some of you may have scored 12 or more and you're thinking my life is not in danger. But I'm reading from a a quiz in a book that I've recommended several times on this podcast, Sacred Pampering Principles by Debrina Jackson Gandy. And in that book, she says, if you score 12 or more on that list, that it's possible that you could be having health complications within your body and you're not even aware. You know, um, I like to say when people manifest dis-ease, it's because something in your body is not at ease. It's not at ease. Something is out of balance. And so it's for her, it's that critical if you're experiencing 12 or more, it, it's time to massively amp up your pampering. And this is why I wanted to start off this series with talking about um, the definition of pampering. Pampering is not just hair done, nails done, everything did, new clothes, you know, a watch, a purse, roses in your house. No, 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 no. Pampering is so much deeper than that. And before I fully get into the definition of pampering, I want to also bring a little bit of background for women of color, specifically black women, black women that are listening to this, African-American women that are listening to this, wherever you are in the world, if you are a woman who is a daughter of the African diaspora and your ancestors experienced uh, enslavement, it could be in Brazil or Panama or Jamaica, hey y'all, or Barbados, hey y'all, or Trinidad, hey (laughs) y'all, or even indentured servitude within the continent of Mama Africa, or you could be um, someone who grew up in Egypt, but your family came through Egypt as slaves, enslavement as well. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Miss Charm School Podcast. Wherever this may find you, in Europe or Portugal or wherever, um, um, slavery and enslavement happened in many different forms and many different variations, if you will, all over the globe, right? And so there isn't just one type of enslavement experience, the southern United States picking cotton experience. There's the sugarcane fields of Haiti as well, right? So there's so many different experiences, right? But moving past that, for those of you who have experienced that, or even if you are um, Indian from the, co- the country of India, people in that country as well experienced indentured servitude. There are white people from Europe that were cast to the new Americas, the new world as indentured servants. So there's many different ways that this manifests, right? But if you have that in your history and in your DNA as well, you could be the type of woman that is subconsciously overworking yourself, um, subconsciously living out patterns of making your work and your job, your paycheck, the most important thing in your life. You could be in a pattern subconsciously of making everybody else a priority. You could even have a deep-rooted belief system that in order to be a good wife or be a good coworker or be a good grandmother or be a good woman, it means self-sacrifice and putting other people in front of yourself. And that couldn't be further from the truth. And even though our minds may mentally like that and understand that, um, there's a wonderful man that I work with on some therapy work. 
And he always says something so simple and so profound. He was like, your brain may know that something's wrong for you, but your gut, if you have a gut reaction that override your gut's going to override your brain every single time. So if your gut and your brain are out of alignment, that's a better way of saying it. If your gut, which I would use also your intuition, the divine feminine, the divine knowing, if your gut is your spirit, if it's out of alignment, if 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 your spirit and your brain are not in alignment, you could end up overriding your brain every time. You know, you tell yourself, "Okay, I'm going to have a hard how does that manifest in the physical?" Thank you, Holy Spirit. How does that manifest in the physical for most women? Okay, I am going to stop working at 4 o'clock p.m. every day so that I can go pick up my kids and, you know, cook dinner for my family and really be present, for example. But you're answering the phone at 4.30. (laughs) How many of us do this? You're sending emails at 5 o'clock. You're sitting down trying to have family time with the family. You got to run over to the computer and send this one last email, right? You don't have a boundary there that it, that you told yourself. You said, at this particular time, I'm going to disconnect, deplug, and stop, right? That could be one example of how that manifests in the physical. Another example could mean, I'm going, I love, um, I don't know, swimming. That's something that I wrote down on my list. I, I actually always love swimming. And, and those that know me really well, hey, y'all, hey. Um, literally call me a water baby because I love jumping off boats in the middle of the ocean. I love the Caribbean Sea. I just, I live near the water. I grew up near the water. I love water. I love swimming, all that stuff. 100% mermaid, okay? Um, so let's say, for example, I decide I want to take swim classes again or something like that. But I, I pay for the pass, you know, it's supposed to be something that fills up my tank and brings me joy. I love the water. But I find an excuse. Oh, it's raining today. Oh, I have a meeting and I, I'm not able to do it. Oh, um, you know, my father's sick and he needs something. And, you know, I got to do that right now. And I'm always cutting out the swim time in order to serve other people. Now, is that quote unquote a good thing? Uh, yeah, plenty, plenty of people in the world will tell you that that's a good thing. But I'm here to tell you on Miss Charm School podcast, no, 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 it's not. <laughs> you can no longer sacrifice or neglect pampering yourself because pampering yourself, again, is be so much further beyond your hair done, nails done, everything did. Pampering yourself is really about putting a list together of the things that refuel your spirit the things that bring you true inner joy as a woman. And those things are unique to you. They may overlap with some of your friends, but they are unique to you. And so a way that Debrina describes um, pampering yourself, there's three qualifications. But pampering yourself cannot be service to other people. It cannot be, you know, I just love picking up my kids from school and I love being there to pick them up at the end of the day. That brings me so much joy. That's not really about you. That's about your kids. It's it's dependent upon if your kids have school, your kids being a certain age. Once they graduate and that space is gone or they don't need you anymore or they want to start driving themselves, does your joy go out the window? 
So pampering, and that may bring a level of joy for you, and that's fine. But we're really trying to focus on in this podcast with this particular episode, focusing on pampering yourself in ways that refuel you that are not dependent upon external people. Things that really bring you joy. That uh, one of the things that helped me with this exercise was looking at things when I was a little girl that brought me joy. And that's what I want to share with you today. What were the things when you were a little girl? This brings such a smile to my face. But what were the things when you were a little girl that you just loved to do? Was it playing in makeup in the mirror? Was it dressing up? Was it going outside and doing cartwheels or gymnastics? Was it going to dance class, dancing around the house? Was it painting? Was it singing? Was it performing? Was it coming up with dance routines? Oh my God, me and my friends used to love coming up with dance routines, okay? (laughs) We used to love doing that. I used to love making um, clothes. I would sit and draw for hours and design dresses and um pantsuits and just like cute sexy outfits that I just thought were so fly I used to sit and do that for hours that used to bring me joy nobody asked me to do that I just was into it I loved models and modeling so I would like to try to make my own clothes and fashion and all that stuff right like I was really into all that um I loved baking as a little girl as well I begged my parents for an easy bake oven and then when I was old enough you know they let me bake for real (laughs) and so I loved um baking and you know that level of I guess you could say that's a service but putting pies together pecan pie sweet potato pie cakes you know multi-layered cakes and all that's like I loved that stuff so Take a second and have some fun with that and pull that pen and paper out and don't think about ways that, you know, uh, refueling your tank has to do with your husband or your kids or your girlfriends. That should be uh, separate. Really focus on what are the pampering things that you can do for yourself, to yourself, that aren't dependent upon other people. Like, for example, I love massages, okay? Absolutely love massages. That would totally be something on my list that I do for me to refuel my tank. And that's cool. And I did write that down for myself. But I also forced myself to think, okay, what can I do independent of, like, if I can't get another person to rub me down, what's something that I love to do for myself? I love baths. I love bubble baths. I'll take a bubble bath. You guys know I've told you many times over with essential oils and I go all out, the bath bombs, the fuzz, the fizz, everything, okay? When I get out, sometimes I lay my towel on the ground and I just lay on the ground and I allow my body to relax and calm down. I rub a beautiful decadent lotion into my skin. So that's a way that I love on myself. I pamper myself. I refuel myself. And I've lived before in... um, apartments one apartment in particular that didn't have a tub and I was stressed (laughs) I realized I have to have a tub wherever I live my home has to have a tub I have to have a place where I can soak my body and rest and recharge myself that's important to me that's a part of my sacred pampering um, pleasure if you will things that are not dependent upon other people Things that have to do with you, your heart's desires. What are those things? What are those things? What are those things?
So for a woman who is regularly pampering herself, these are the ways that she will feel fully or partially. So go ahead and get that pen and paper to tally these things out, okay? So you can count how many of these things apply to you. Are you ready? Let's go. The first is, are you fully or partially, do you feel relaxed? Magnetic, radiant. Don't you just love that? Mm, Those two, relaxed is the first one. The second one is magnetic and radiant. Do you feel like that fully or partially every single day? The next one is comfortable touching others. At ease with yourself. Good posture. Decisive. Willing to self-reflect. Are you well-groomed? Do you laugh frequently and easily? Do you compliment others easily? Are you slow to get angry? Do you smile easy? Do you have an outer glow that others notice and comment on? Are you at ease in your body? Do you accept compliments graciously? Are you treated with respect by others? Are you a good listener? Do you move with grace? Are you spiritually grounded? Are you a good communicator? Do you stay calm in stressful situations? If you can check off 15 of the 21, that's excellent. That is someone who is regularly pampering themselves. But if you are not able to check off 15 or more, that should be a goal that you should strive for. So between now and the next episode, I really want you guys to, or ladies, to really think about these things. I really want you to spend some time thinking about how can I pamper myself? Once we recognize that we may be in a space of pampering neglect, then it's simple. Say, okay, cool. Now I'm going to turn my attention on how can I pamper myself? What are the things that I can do that can really fuel my tank that don't have to do with another person, that don't have to do with my kids, that don't have to do with my husband, that don't have to do with... Um, even spending money. The One of the episodes we're going to talk about in the future is myths about pleasuring yourself. And I think I'm going to call that fairy tales and fallacies because <laughs> I like that title. Um, but there's also myths that serve as limiting belief systems that block us from being able to pamper ourselves. And I had a very big fat one that, you know, pampering costs too much money. And so therefore, it's a luxury and therefore I can't afford to always pamper myself. Wrong answer. I had to tell that little thought to go on and kiss it goodbye. And so that may mean thinking about things that don't require money that allow you to pamper yourself. So I really want you to do a little bit of work in this episode. I encourage you to really spend some time with yourself, sit with yourself, type it out on your phone, talk it out to yourself. Um you know, get a pen and paper and really do some reflective, introspective work and ask yourself, how can I fill up my own tank? How can I make myself feel good? How can I make myself feel pampered in a way that 
doesn't require spending money, doesn't require, you can spend money. That doesn't have to be a rule. But for some of you who may also have shared that limiting belief system that it's cost too much money to pamper yourself, I want to challenge you. Think of ways that you can pamper yourself that are free. One of the things I came up with was walking in nature. That makes me feel good. Putting my toes in the sand or at the putting my feet in the grass makes me feel recharged, right? So I just really want you to sit with yourself and think about what are those things that you can do to fill up yourself. And the beauty and the reason why I'm asking you to do this is, yes, it does impact your health and your physical health and your physical wellness. You'll find yourself releasing weight. You'll find yourself happier. You'll find yourself laughing easier. You'll find yourself sitting up straight. You'll find yourself having more energy for your passion projects. You'll find yourself excited to face the day. You'll find yourself having more passionate love experiences and exchanges with your friends, with your family, with your kids, with your lover. These are all the benefits of a woman that is pampering herself, not in, again, her hair and her nails, and that can be a part of it. But there's so much emphasis placed on the external and not the inner of what truly fills you up as a woman, what makes your spirit lighter, what makes you have uh, energy conservation, if you will. Some of us are spending way too much energy um, and work at work or serving others or putting everyone else first. And then we don't have energy to put towards the things that, you know, make us feel good. We just want to go to bed, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. But the sleep is not really refueling you. It's not really um, increasing your life with pleasure, right? And that's why in the beginning of this episode, when I asked you to take a breath and gather yourself from where you left yourself, some of you, the last time you remember being in your own body was Christmas when you were sitting down wrapping gifts for somebody else and you had a moment to just sit and just be. I can hear somebody saying, yep, that was me, Christmas, right? So um, no, we can't afford to continue to move forward like that. We have to be women in our queendom who pamper ourselves, who fuel up our own tanks, and who do things that revitalize and quench our spirit because our spirits are thirsty, sis. Everybody's walking around talking about they got a juicy, wet, P-U-S-S-Y, but do you? Because your spirit is just ashy (laughs) your spirit is dry and ashy and the skin is cracking because you're not drinking water you're not quenching yourself you're not sprinkling yourself with water you have to do things that make yourself feel lubricated that make yourself feel loose that make yourself feel relaxed that make yourself feel refueled Um, so that you can serve in a spirit of excellence the people around you and serve from a place of overflow and also stand in your feminine and stand in your divine feminine energy where you're receiving people that want to serve you. That's less work for you to have to do. Amen. Amen. Okay. People that want to open the door for you, that want to be busy for you, that want to serve you as Every queen that sits on her throne has people that run and rush to do things that she asked to do. She doesn't have to go do it herself. She just sends out a decree. She can barely think a thought and boom, it's done. Okay. And that's the space and the energy that I want all of us to be in. We are all masterful manifestors, but it starts with taking the time to pause and to refuel ourselves. 
I hope that you found this episode powerful and encouraging. I hope that you feel encouraged to make a lifestyle change to pamper you first, to fuel yourself up. That could be once a week on Friday. You know what? I take a bubble bath. Mm-hmm. And that's me time. <laughs> and that may refuel you for the whole week. Whatever that is for you, I want you to really think about it. Okay? I love you guys so much, Charmers. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, ciao, ciao.